G'day mates, g'day wankers, g'day ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, marsupials, mammals of all sort. Welcome to Guitar Wank 2018. Here we go. This is 99 duh. And um, here we go. Welcome. Thank you for joining us, for taking the time out and your busy lifestyle and... Um, Spending it with us. We really appreciate it. You may be traveling right now. You may be uh, on a subway. You may be heading to a gig. You may be driving. You may be working out. Whatever you are doing. You may be trying to get to sleep. And you may not get past this intro, which will be quick. Um, We really appreciate your support and thanks for all the donations and the feedback. Thank you so much. We had a fantastic 2017. It wasn't a bad year. 2016 was massively shitty for all of us. I, I think we all agree. 17 was a little bit better. I assume that 2018 will be fucking marvelous. And we're all going to have an amazing time. It's going to be a huge year for Guitar Wank. We have been picked up by some of the biggest companies in the industry. And uh, the budget has just been blown out the window we now have so much money we can actually spend it on uh, editing um, better intros uh, better people on the show fuck it it's ridiculous this our new sponsors are just absolutely ridiculous and we're super excited to bring them on board and the money that they've thrown at us and at the show I'm just I'm over the moon of course I'm completely full of shit Uh, None of that has happened. I'm just projecting into 2018, hoping that will happen. And, uh, you know, I'm throwing it out in the universe. So there you go. So none of that happened. We still have really barely any sponsors and uh, we're on a shoestring budget and it's just me and my shitty intros and uh, you guys thank you so much for all the emails if you don't know about the competition oh my god where have you been uh you may be joining us for the very first time because this is episode 99 air and um if it is your first episode stop just like press pause uh when i finish this sentence press pause Go back to one, episode number one, and listen to all the episodes in sequence because it's like starting X-Files from uh, the end, last episode, and going backwards. It's not going to make any sense. So you really have to go through all the episodes and catch up. So uh, go do that, and uh, then you can enter the competition. For those people who have listened to all the episodes, you... (laughs) Obviously, if you haven't already done this, uh, go to iTunes or Stitcher, leave an amazing review, uh, just, you know, blow it out your ass, just lie, do whatever you have to do to make us look amazing, and um, leave a review, go to the website, guitarwank.com, sign up, subscribe, there's a uh, subscribe button, so we will get your email and we can sell that and make money on the side. But uh, more importantly, you will know when a Guitar Wank episode will be released. And then, after you've done those two things, then you can go to guitarwank at gmail.com and um, write a little email and tell us what you love or like about Guitar Wank and why you listen and all that kind of stuff. 
after you've done those three things, your name will automatically go in the running for some amazing prizes that we have coming up on our 100th show, which is technically gone, but we, we're doing the official 100 show when we want to do that, which could be who knows whenever. So you need to do all those steps right now, as I just said. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm rambling, but it doesn't matter. I'm trying to get it all out as quickly as possible for those three or four people that sent me emails telling me that they were just annoyed with my intros. I'm trying to speed it up. Um, I had, I did have as many emails uh, saying they enjoyed the intros and they didn't care. But I'm trying to accommodate those four people that were really annoyed with my intros <laughs> and couldn't find the fast forward button. But, you know... Anyway, so happy 2018. I hope you had a, a marvellous one. I got to go to Big Bear. I got to do like three days of skiing, get my ski on. It was great. There was no snow except for the man-made snow, but um, it was a lot of fun with the family. Did all that. Got sick. That was always fun. Great way to start the year. Yeah, that was about it. But excited about this new year. we got some amazing new merchandise coming your way. When I tell you this, you may have to stop stop the podcast and just gather yourself, breathe a little bit, because what I'm about to tell you, merchandise-wise, is pretty spectacular. Ladies and gentlemen, we will have... Um, we have NAM coming up this month. NAM, the music expo in uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles. If you uh, are not familiar with that, we will we will be there. Well, Bruce won't, but Scott and I will be there. So uh, if you see us, say good day, high five, uh, give me twenty bucks. You know, buy me a beer. Uh, we will see you guys there, and uh, we will have um, guitar wank coasters. Yep. I said it, guitar wank coasters. We've spent like, I think it's like 35 cents each on these amazing guitar wank coasters. They're double-sided. So if you put it down on the wrong side, it's not. It's the right side because it's double-sided. Your missus won't be pissed off with your drink marks on the coffee table. You will have a conversation piece. You can proudly put your guitar wank mug on your guitar wank coaster. Amazing, right? What a way to start 2018, Guitar Wank Coasters. And you know what? Free. We're not even going to sell these. These are going to be giveaways. When you buy a t-shirt or a mug, you'll get a pick or two or maybe three picks and a couple of Guitar Wank Coasters. So, I mean, already it's a win-win for all of us. Guitar Wank Coasters, that's going to be freaking amazing. I'm just as as excited as you are right now. I know you can't wait. So there you go. Guitar Wank Coasters. If you have a bar, sorry, a bar, (laughs) a bar at your house or in your man cave and uh, you want like six or seven coasters, hit me up. We'll make it happen. How cool would that be? You have your bar. Doing that for the Americans. Your bar and... (laughs) And uh, you can have your Guitar Wank coasters. So it's pretty amazing. Guitar Wank mug. We've thought of everything. Now we are looking after your furniture. Guitar Wank coasters. So there you go. Double-sided. Fucking amazing. Uh, What else we got going on? We may have caps. We're 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 moving in that direction too. It's all happening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, It's amazing. 
what is going on and uh, I'm glad you're here with us. If you are driving, traveling around the world, you're on a plane, you may be heading to a gig, you're heading to work, you're coming home from work, you're trying to get to sleep, you're using the podcast to drown out the messes or maybe you're using the podcast to drown out your uh, male husband or your man or what a way to start the year ladies and gentlemen it's just going to be exciting we've got nam coming up we've got an amazing super excited about next week the guest that we have you guys are going to love it that's going to be really cool um it's all happening so there you go so this week's show is left off from last year because i haven't seen scott or bruce since the new year and uh yeah so we'll leave it off i didn't even know what we said I think there was some stuff in there that I needed to pull, but I don't even know now. So, um, I haven't got time to listen back to all this shit. You know that. I did have a few emails saying that, you know, maybe you should script the intros, Troy. Um, work on, uh, you know, making it a little bit more organized. You do know that we are doing this, like, for free, right? This is a free podcast. You're not paying for this shit. And uh, I'm not getting paid. So, uh, and you're not paying for it. So, uh, for all those people that were talking about scripting things, maybe organizing things a little bit better, up your bum. That's all I can say is up your bum and uh, fucking fast forward button. That's what it's for. If you don't want to hear this shit, fast forward. It's pretty simple. Uh, we would like to thank our sponsors who we are doing a cleanse uh, this month on our sponsors. So if you are a sponsor and you're not listening to Guitar Wank and you're not forking out massive amounts of money, we, we may be uh, parting ways. It's that simple. But I know there is a few that we love dearly. Wireworld Pro Audio Cables, those guys always rock. They look after us. And plus, we have a ton of giveaways from those guys. Some high-end cables to give away to you guys. Um, so, Wireworld Pro Audio Cables, thank you so much. Uh, Johnny Sir, we just fucking love John. Who doesn't love John, like John Sir and all these products? It's killer stuff. Um, Dead Area Guitar Strings. Jimmy Dunlop Picks. Because he makes guitar wank picks. You get a mug, you get a t-shirt, I'll throw in a bunch of picks for you. And now a coaster. Fucking doesn't get better than this shit, ladies and gentlemen. And um, who else? Exotic pedals. Hey, I'll see you at NAM. Maybe we can catch up. I can't think of anyone else. I know there's more. My Music Masterclass. Have you got Bruce's new video yet? It's uh it's it's great. The feedback has been amazing. He killed on this video. It's really, really good. I want, I want to thank to all those people that wrote in and told me what's wrong with my finger. A couple of people that told me to stick it up my ass. Uh, I appreciate that too. It was wasn't, wasn't really the right context. But um, yeah, I really appreciate it. I Now that I know what's wrong with my finger, I can address it. I've actually been using lighter strings and it's actually kind of helped a little bit a little bit but anyway i really appreciate those people all right welcome to 2018 thank you so much for your support here's uh mr bruce foreman scotty henderson guys what do we have in store for the guys this week tune in next week it's going to be amazing and uh if uh hopefully i see a bunch of you at nam and if i don't please keep the emails coming please keep entering entering in the competition promise you it will be worth it we do really want to look after you guys and um make sure our listeners we give back we're always wanting to give back so um 
Thank you. All right, enough of my bullshit. Let's get on with it. Mr. Bruce Foreman, Scotty Henderson, what are we going to install for the listeners this week for the first show for 2018? explorations and we created within that context we created arrangements and wrote songs based on a one minute paradigm versus a three or six or a longer improvisational there's still improvisation there's still arranging there's still sonic texture there's some of the songs are very cinematic some of the songs are very groove oriented some of the songs are very just blowing you know swing beboppy and there are a couple of extended suites, which we originally intended to cut into pieces because we figured we'd just take the best minute out of it. That was kind of an And we ended up just saying, man, this is a cool piece of music. So we just kept let, let them kind of change. Right. So you get into the rhythm of one minute tunes, then a longer one hits you, then you get in the rhythm. And so that's the Instagramophone concept. It's me on my uh, tricone resonator guitar, mm-hmm. no pedals, no amps. And uh, the drummer plays a drum set based of reclaimed objects, suitcases, boxes, <laughs> uh, bells, chains, salt shakers, teapots. Uh, and uh, actually there's two drummers because I used Jake Reed who, who recorded and produced it and uh, Jay Bellarose, this fantastic also drummer. Ned, Jay? Well, Jay Bellarose worked with Robert Plant and Alison Krauss on Yeah, and Willie Nelson T-Bonnet. and all those all those he's all those T Born Burnett records he's on all he's those. Monster. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Um and Jake Reed is is as well. Uh, he's awesome. of yeah. Cowbop fame and he's on my Formanism C D. Jake is amazing and he did a great job producing it. And so uh it's just me and percussion living in the junkyard <laughs> do, making up music. So you, you took concepts old and new yeah, and made something yeah. very new. Right. It's a great idea, man. Well, When's, wait till you, wait till you hear it. When does it drop? Wait till you hear it. Then you, wait till you hear it. Then you'll maybe think of, I should have not I like the tunes I heard. I only heard two or three tunes, no, but I liked it. it. It was cool. When, when does it drop? Well, it'll drop sometime around the middle of January, technically. But right. I should have, have available copies for download and stuff around the first of the it's, year. Can we? Um, so by the time people hear this, is my guess, it will be, be it will be very close to, unless it's late. <laughs> can we we can we start? We'll have a C section. Can, can we start playing some of it in the guitar wing? Of course. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm excited about that. You know, it's, well, cheers a, it's to a, that. Yet, yet another, you know, another case of these hotcakes are selling like CDs. <laughs> now, reflecting, let's just reflect a little bit, ch- chaps. Okay, um, uh, you feel in a reflect. You look like you're in a I, reflective mood. I'm in a reflecting mood. mood. <laughs> I've got yeah. a, I mean, you didn't need to unbutton your shirt. He's but really okay. drunk. <laughs> I've got, I've got my drunk, eggnog man. and my little whiskey. Thank you, Larry. 
I hope I didn't mm. offend Larry having eggnog with the whiskey. No. Why would that? No. Him? Well, I just uh, yeah. Maybe he's vegan. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so a hundred shows. Scott, did you really think this was going to go this far? I had no idea. You know, I mean, I never thought about it actually. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me, Scott, what can do you, you just, what do can you, you lie think about? just for one minute? No, no, no. I, I, I can honestly say I never gave it more than two seconds. Okay, okay, Scott, Scott, I want to just just take fall, go with me here for a second, Scott. This is just one of those exercises, okay. sort of like a Rorschach test. Okay, around this afternoon, middle of this afternoon, uh, you thought about something. What yeah. was it? I was working on a tune. At, Keep going. I was working on a tune, thinking about how am I going to make these changes.
about it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did see the podcast written on my calendar. It said 8 o'clock podcast, and I looked at it and went, God damn it, I can only practice till 7 tonight. I got to go to this fucking thing. So... <laughs> a lovely reflection moment. <laughs> I know, it just warms the cockles of my uh, cockles. Ah, it's just a festive season. Feel it in your heart. You know, it really. It just really gives me one of those, I'm so, you know, so warm. I'm so glad I came down. But I love you guys. I'm not kidding. I love you guys. Really, way, seriously. Uphill. I love you guys. <laughs> I think the only way we could ever do video is, um, is, is someone animates the show. And uh, we can get an animation team in to do it. Clay animation would be great. <laughs> Clay animation. <laughs> or Chia. I want Chia. I want to be a Chia pet. That's yeah, that would be I awesome. Think, I think if I end up as a Chia pet, I think my life will have been worth it. Uh, uh, well, that's good. I'm glad at some point in the day we did come across your mind yeah. in the calendar. <laughs> But all those years ago, was it two years ago? No, you, two years ago. Two years. Two years. Has it really been two years? Yeah, two really? years as wow, of Martin Luther man. King Day. No kidding. And, and longer before that, the Cindy's. Because yeah, we well, hang out. How long Cindy's. before? How long were you guys doing pre-guitar wing? This is like pre-CBS. Oh, a year. CBS a year yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then we knew each other like a year before that or two years before that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we played together a couple times at school. You came over yeah. to my school. I subbed at USC a couple times for Bruce. Right. You know, basically, I remember who introduced us or did anybody ever introduce no, us? No, no, you, you, we, I just I came gonna, into your room. You came into my room at MI. Yeah. But yeah. I knew who you were. Very I mean, romantic, guys. Yeah. yeah, that was super romantic. Yeah, <laughs> it's always you know the old lesbian couple. God, we got it. We I can't got. Remember who said that, but it has stuck. It yeah. has stuck. That's, That's really sure. awesome for sure. Bruce, yeah. looking back, I mean, I have to say because we did walk out of uh, Lucy's that day, and I just said, I think I said you, it was Cindy's. Cindy's, that's right. We were going yeah. to go to Lucy's. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, I did that say... Lucy's you, was the other place. Don't start talking about <laughs> we that. We can't go there. Yeah. But I did say, God, I wish all my friends could hear this conversation. We should start a podcast. And Bruce was like, yeah, let's do it. And no, that, you, you said we should start a radio show. Oh, because I was thinking old school. Yeah, you were, you were, <laughs> we were both, we were, start, you know, you were like, you know... <laughs> you're stuck in the past just like me and uh and then, and then we realized that the radio shows don't exist anymore it's podcasts podcasts and then it made it better because then we can kind of pre-record it and like well you could have radio show. No, I, I, I don't know what i'm talking about i'm not even reflecting now i'm just well, confusing myself i did research and find out a, pod, a lot of podcasts <laughs> are extremely successful and make a lot of money oh i don't no. know what happened <laughs> with our well, we podcast. did something wrong well, something you know, went wrong well but, Zero out of two ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we have done all these shows in two years. That's, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I think good. it's been pretty... I can see how it would be pretty enlightening for some people who especially don't live in L.A. and don't have access to a lot of gear. So they've heard about a lot of gear that they probably wouldn't have heard about like with real use. You know what I mean? Because you read the guitar magazines and you read about gear, but you can't really hear it. Mm. And we're lucky to live in L.A. because we can hear a lot of stuff that other people can't because we've got these boutique shops all over the yeah. place that they don't have in other places. So that's been a, I think that's probably been a plus for people. And then I think we've done our share of teaching. I mean, 
even though it's not technically teaching, we've given a lot of advice. It's, yeah, we've also pontificated really and, and argued about about yeah. our deeply held beliefs, and that's kind of... <laughs> yeah, by the way, I know you're just going to have to be quiet for just a second, because <laughs> I know you don't want to talk about this. But I just want to say thank you to all the people in Alabama who voted for Doug Jones. Thank you so much. You know, and I realized it was mainly the black people that voted for him because the white people, they didn't. Right. You know, or at least 87%, something like 87% of the white people still voted for the pedophile, even though, you know, I mean, I, I don't get that because I don't, I'll never understand that. But thank goodness that that guy didn't get into the Senate because he was like bad news, man. Bad news. So I'm you, just happy about it. A one victory <laughs> in all this shit. That was it makes you feel like, wow, there's hope. There's hope. You there's know, hope. One, one good victory. And, not, and I'm not talking partisan here. I'm no. not talking about Democrat, you know, Republican. Who cares about that shit right now? I'm just talking about that, a, that an accused child molester did not get into the Senate. I mean, yeah. geez, do we really? That's where we are, where we have to worry about child molesters getting into one of the highest seats in government. That's I mean, where we're wow, at. man, that's <laughs> really where really, we are. Really, he should have been going for the church, right? <laughs> yeah, right. He should have been going for the priest, for the priesthood. But he wants to be a senator. Why not a priest? What the hell? <laughs> you know, we we have we wow. have touched on some pretty hot topics over the yeah. The couple of years we've definitely got political when maybe we shouldn't have. Well, we nah, did. Well, we we, did. I don't think we did it enough to make it a big deal. We did we, it a little we, bit. Yeah, we we definitely backed off that. And we were had, we were just talking about it during the elections mainly. Yeah, we, you know, we, and then we, and we then did. once Trump won, we're all like our tails between our legs <laughs> and going, well, we just got beat. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of talking about it anymore? But we haven't we haven't talked about. I guess we have really shied away about the whole Me Too thing and the whole thing that's going on with. What's the Me Too thing? Well, you know the Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing. Oh, yeah. you know that that well, thing. That yeah, thing. <laughs> that yeah. Thing. Well, you know, hey man, I mean, geez, it's crazy, you know, isn't we it? We haven't had on the show. It's and and God, we've got to change this in 2018. We haven't had. A, a lady on the show, besides um, Richard Richard's Smith's wife. wife. Would it have to be a lady guitar player? It could be just a lady musician. It would be musician. nice. It would be nice. Because I know some really good female guitar I, players. I'd love to have Jennifer Batten Jennifer on the show. Jennifer Batten would be fantastic. She's awesome. But she hates LA and she doesn't come here much. She doesn't come here too no. much, no. But she would be fantastic She'd to be have. amazing to have. <coughs> I'm still in, in, in touch with her somewhat, you know, through Facebook and whatever. She's such a nice person. She's and fantastic. She's such a great what a, player. An amazing player. Yeah. Um, she would be fantastic. There was a, so many female musicians that would be great to have on the show. Sheila E would be really cool. I know her pretty well. I mean, you I, do? She used to sit in with us at, at uh, Lavalie. Oh, could you? Yeah. She's amazing. I mean, she's such oh. a great. In fact, one time Tribal Tech was playing in Minneapolis. Yeah. And, and I look in the, in the front row and there she is. And I, I was going. There's Sheila E. right there because no she was in Minneapolis because she played with Prince, Prince and Prince lived there. So, um, so yeah, I was just so surprised to see her that night, like because I usually see her in L.A. You know, wow. but fantastic musician. Oh, she's so badass. Super nice person. Man. What a great just lady. Totally amazing. She's a and, monster. Um, now I can think of a few more. <laughs> you know, I'd love to have Debbie Davies on the show. She's a great blues guitar player. Played with Albert Collins. Wow. Uh, awesome player. Yeah. Really 
great person. Oh, we, um, yeah, we've got to get some ladies on the show because I know we have lady listeners. You know, because I know we've pissed them off. So we get, we've got to get some ladies on the show. That would that's something we have to do. Yeah, I mean, I I just I don't know too many in in, in town. Um, you know, Jennifer's the closest. She's not in L.A. I, where is she? Like about thirty I, miles north up. No, I don't think she's even in the state, is she? Yeah, yeah, she, she lives in, I think she lives somewhere, I thought it was Santa Barbara. No, maybe not. No, I don't even know. I don't know either, to tell you the truth. <clears throat> but I, uh, I have reached out to her. You know, just, well, yeah. well, speaking of reflections. Whatever. Oh, reflections, yes. Yeah. Speaking of reflections, I think uh, the reflections in the front of the mirror, in other words, thinking where we want to go for next year is is really an important thing to consider. I think having some great guests like numerous people that we've mentioned, is a mm-hmm. great thing to do. I can think of a lot of cool ideas for us to maybe add to the podcast. Some video content, as, as you mentioned, perhaps. I really wanted to have the standard contest. That standard never happened. We get people well, we asking about it. this. Where is it? The standard contest is a great <clears throat> idea. Maybe even, you know. You're I just shit stirring you know, I just point. took a picture of another one the other night. I was walking <laughs> the dogs. And it was really dark. It was just on this one corner where there's really no light at all. And so Ruby, you know, took a, a, a poop and I looked at it and I thought I saw, is that a stander? And I got out my iPhone and shined my little LED on it and it was a stander. So I took a picture of it all around and, I, you know, I always do the full circle. You do? Taking a picture of it and all. But yeah, because you don't know where, what picture, the, uh, which side of the stander the face is going to be on. You know, and this particular stander was insane. It didn't have one face on it. It had like 20 or at least 20 little faces on it. And most of them looked pretty satanic. It was like a devil stander. And and there were all these little demon faces all over it. No matter which angle I took it from, there was there was like little demon heads all over it you know it was like really weird ladies and gentlemen if you're just joining us scott is talking about his his dog shit and the faces that are in the dog shit right yeah the standards yeah and then it's not he's got a straight and i'm not talking and i'm not talking that it's hard to see they stands right out. I mean, you can see it. It's like is that why you, you call them have, standards? You know what? Well, Let me tell you, you something. Post it to the if you look at Facebook if you look page. at a cloud, you're always going to see something in that cloud, always, without a doubt. And there's all you're always going to be able to show to a friend. You're going to say, "You see the line right there? There's the nose. You see that line? There's the mouth." And sooner or later, your friend is going to go, "I see it. I see yeah. what you're seeing. I see that face, or I see that shape in that cloud." Same thing. You look enough and you start seeing stuff and then you go, holy shit, there's the nose. Holy (laughs) shit, there's the mouth, there's the beard, there's the crown. It's Jesus. I'm telling you. No, we had this argument on on the podcast. and I'm not on the podcast, but on my message board. This one guy was saying that uh, he took a stander himself. I'm, I kid you not. The, the, it's a post on my message board, and it said, I generated a stander. So I answered him, and I said, okay, you've got my curiosity. <laughs> are we talking about your dog or you? If it's you, how is it possible to generate a stander in a toilet? And B, if it was you, 
And it wasn't in the toilet. Was it like a camping trip? <laughs> like, explain, please. So he came on and he said, imagine dropping a roll of quarters in the toilet and it just stands there. It doesn't go to either side. And then I started getting all these other people coming in. Did it have a breach in it? Did it have this or that? And I said, wow, you must feel like Randy Marsh on South Park when he kicked Bono's ass. Remember that episode? You know, the, the, the more crap episode of South Park? I didn't say that one. Amazing episode of South Park. So I started asking him questions. I mean, did it have a holy face on it? And he says, well, I didn't really feel like picking up out of the toilet to look at it to see if it had a holy face on it. All I know is I generated a stander in the toilet bowl. And I, and I said, well, go forth, my son, and spread the message you know, to the world that you, you must be incredibly proud. And then I started getting more and more. It just sort of built up. Well, you know, I, that's, I, okay. that's what standards do. That's what standards but, do. Well, you've, you've got to start sharing oh, this. But let me, let me just finish. The reason I said is because one guy came on and he said that somebody it must have, uh, uh, you know, generated a stander with Jesus' face on it. And I just said, whoa, you're bringing out the big guns here. <laughs> I think it was Dizzy that said that. I said, hold on. You're bringing Dizzy up the big Gillespie. No, Dizzy, our friend Dizzy, Daniel Zimmerman. Oh, Dizzy. Yeah. So he came on and said, you know, you think Jesus is facing? I said, whoa, hold on a minute. You're bringing out the big guns here. Probably impossible. Human beings are way too sinful to ever poop out a, 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 a poop with Jesus' face on it. But a pure-hearted dog, <laughs> maybe on a meal of unleavened bread and red wine, could possibly poop a stander with Jesus' face on it. Possibly. Now, my dogs, no way. Because dog my dogs are hooligans. No, no, my dogs are hooligans. Dog There's no way. <laughs> Dog Especially yours, Buster, he's humping everybody's well, no, leg. I'm talking about Ruby too. She's oh, Ruby evil. too. Yeah, no, they're both evil. Dog is there's evil. no way my dogs could do it, but there's possible. Maybe Lassie could poop out. <laughs> well, there were like eleven Lassies, uh, you know. Well, one of those Lassies <laughs> might poop out a stander with Jesus's face you on. Know, it, they possibly. Doing, they were doing coke or Rin Tin Tin or Bolt. A Bolt. Bolt maybe could do bolts. it. Bolt could now, do it. Now, do you? Uh, we need this. We have had people ask about the standards, and we need to see them at some point. So you need to share that in 2018. Okay. Is there a standard that stands out to you that? <laughs> Absolutely. And is there one that's the Holy Grail? Absolutely. There's one that's the Holy Grail, because everybody that sees it immediately, boom, they see the face. There's a beard. There's a crown. There's actually a Pope hat. What? Like a pope hat. It, you know that big is, pope yeah. that the, the that hat that the pope wears? There's a pope hat. So what And then so I imagine it it was one of the popes. I don't know which one. <laughs> you know, they all the same <laughs> fuck same to me. What the fuck is the difference between oh one pope and another pope? I can't tell. I'm not a Catholic or a Christian <laughs> <laughs> or a religious person. <laughs> so, I don't know. All I know is that as soon as you see it, boom, you see the face. Everybody sees it. They just go, whoa, what the hell? It's a poop with a holy kind of face on it. Wow. And then there's this one, another one, that's got an ape face on it. Really? An ape. Ape it's shit. A, at the very top, there's a, like a gorilla face, you know? And I'm thinking this must be some simian god from another planet. Maybe Planet of the Apes, perhaps. <laughs> how, many, how many pictures have you got? 
Like 20 or 30. <laughs> Thousand. No. <laughs> thousand. Yeah. I'm one sick motherfucker, man. Oh, well, we, we do have to. I got, you know, like 100 members of my family and 20 or 30,000 pictures of dog shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what? There's, curiosity's just got me, so I, I'm I need you, to man, see it. It's, it's, some amazing, it's an amazing phenomenon, really. Us, should we just start the with the Holy Grail, or are you going to work us up to that? I don't know. It's a, I don't really care, because... Every one of them has either one big face or multiple faces in it. Because it's like a cloud, dude, you know. There's all kinds of layers and textures going on inside please, of it. Please, please. So if no, you, if you, if you look at it long enough, you're going to see something. You, may, you, you might Bruce, not see a face, Bruce, but you might see something else. have you ever seen else. this? Not this, no. But, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've seen standards. Been over I've just it. never yeah. looked that close. <laughs> it's just you never know, really it's like, and I'm And I'm not... You know, I'm not embarrassed that I haven't, I guess. You know, I have uh, seen them and I've picked them up with plastic bags, you know, on my hands. I have two dogs, too, you know, so it's like... Uh, Everybody's it, seen a stander at some point, I'm yeah, sure. I just don't look that close, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's just not my thing. I mean, What's really weird, though, is when it's, <laughs> sorry, when it's, when it's I mean, not... I'm when just it's, weird that way. What's, what's really strange is when it's not part of a conglomerate, you know... It's just all by itself because usually poops come in a conglomerate, you know. Conglomerate. Conglomerate. Yeah. There's one. There's one. Yeah, there's unless they're one, glamorous at the same it's time. It's glamorous. If they've got sequins, yes. they're conglomerate. Yeah, they're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I haven't seen any sequins yet, well, but I you, have seen your old things, lady's dress gets in the way. But I have <laughs> seen stuffers. You know what a stuffer is? A stuffer is something where there's something in it that's not poop that hasn't been fully digested, and that's a stuffer. So you try to guess what that is, you know? Like I had a, be I had a beagle, I had a beagle one time. A beagle in the poop? No, a the beagle. beagle inside, yeah, I yeah. had a beagle, I had a beagle, and this beagle took a giant dump on a walk one time, and I noticed the sun reflected off something and was very shiny. And I said, what the hell is that? And I looked, and I saw a big piece of plastic in the, in the poop. And I go, what the hell is that? And there was a corner of something in the poop. And I grabbed it without touching the poop. I managed to grab the corner of it and <laughs> picked it up out of the poop. And it was an entire wrapper of a six-pack of hot dogs. It was, and I could even see the Oscar Mayer writing where the dog had basically okay. eaten the whole pack of hot dogs and digested the hot dogs and pooped out the wrapper. Okay, e. so, Scott, can I point yeah. something out? Yeah. You realize that even though you touched this plastic without supposedly touching it, I know, it, it but came yeah, with the same of course plastic. it okay, came okay. with the same okay. I'm, just like, okay. I'm just pointing yeah, out no, a little did. physical fact. I just fact didn't want here. to get brown all over my <laughs> <Okay>. fingers, <laughs> but I was really curious to guitar, see. <laughs> remind me not to play your guitar anymore. Yeah, right. I was <laughs> just curious. Like, ah, but I'm so ah, glad that I ah, did this. Yeah. because <laughs> Now you know, we know how he gets his tone. Because I saw this you know, whole pack of a hot dog wrapper, and I thought, that's amazing. How does a dog... Eat a because they're like goats. Beagles are like goats. They eat anything. <laughs> so he ate a whole pack of hot dogs and threw up the wrapper <laughs> or pooped out the wrapper, which is amazing to me. But that was a beagle. This is see, this is amazing. I would never have learned this if, if I didn't. We didn't do. And this is how way. 2018 started. This is you know, my beagle <laughs> had sex with a real girl. Oh um, god, we, we we've already told this we, story. Yeah, we did. That go, was the same beagle. Is yeah. that beagle alive or gone now? No, he's gone. Long time ago. 
but he had an interesting that. life. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Just reflecting still, <laughs> I don't know where to go from after stand. I'm going to leave it to you. Because but, uh, I, I would go too Do you many guys have things. a favorite guest moment with all the amazing quality guests that we have <laughs> one, on our I have one of the best. I think my favorite funniest thing that anybody ever said on this show was John Pisano. When, <laughs> when Bruce asked him, <laughs> can't even say it. What? It's so goddamn funny. When Bruce said, well, John, you're, you're, uh, <laughs> you're basically only working now, you know, only on every Wednesday night. Or Tuesday. And, or Tuesday night. And John Pisano said, yeah, I have to stay home all the other nights in case I get a call. <laughs> 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 I said, that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was so fucking funny, man. Yeah. Oh my Especially God. him saying yeah, it. You yeah. know, he's like, he's an 80 year old guy and he told the funniest joke yeah, yeah. that I've ever heard yet yeah. on this show. That was, that was a good one. It was so funny, man. <laughs> oh my God. Bless his heart. He's amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. Uh,. <laughs> and you know smitty told some really funny stories oh, yeah. smitty was great kenzie was funny as hell Kenzie, tim and yeah. tim and pete tim and pete were great, were great. Yeah, we've always had we've had some really fun times with our guests definitely shane um, shane i've, I've got yeah, a, you, yeah, the best, I miss the, best the best thing you never did <laughs> i i um i have a big request from a lot of fans to have both Kinsey and Kirk Covington on the show at the same time. Well, why don't we do it? And we have to bring this because we recently put posted on Facebook um, a picture of us at Giokaku, the Japanese barbecue, a picture of me and Covington and Kinsey and a paper plate with Willis's face on it, <laughs> like the cardboard Willis. We, we taped it to the back of the chair. Oh, cool. And boy, did we get a lot of funny comments on Facebook, man. It was hilarious. So they want us to come on here and they want us to do the plastic, the, you know, the little picture of Willis <laughs> drawn on a paper plate. And I think that would be a funny show. That would be a fun show. Just having great. Covington on, period, would be more than hilarious. Oh, we're gonna do He's it. A funny guy, man. That'd be fun. Funny but guy. It is. We do get a lot of comments about that. The laughter is definitely the biggest. Well, the biggest well. thing. We're funny people. Funny looking. Yeah. Funny playing. Funny smelling. <laughs> funny, funny smelling. smelling. <laughs> <laughs> the, the standard notwithstanding, I'm a little. I'm not gonna shake your hands anymore. I'm <laughs> if I hug you, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, going into 2018. Oh, yeah, man, man. man. 2018. Well, remember when we were? Well, you and he's a kid. But remember, <laughs> remember when we were? Remember when 2000 seemed so far away, man? Now it's like 18 years 18. past that. You know what? You know what freaked me? I guess out the most is one of the big freakiest things that happened in my life. I guess. What's that? Um, for most people, I'm sure. But, but for me especially, because um, ah, maybe I shouldn't bring this up. It kind of gets into some religious stuff and some, some, you know, some personal stuff. <coughs> I don't know. Well, I'll just say it. You know. say I was brought up in a Christian upbringing, right? And I never felt it. Never really hit me. Yeah. Like, you know, some people, they really feel it. They get into it like, okay, this is for me. Right. I never felt it. 
Never felt it in the slightest. Had all these people trying to convert me, and I was in church every single week because my mom made me go, and, and, and nothing they said ever made any sense to me. Yeah. And I just never bought into it. So, of course, when I got of age, I left, you know, and always um, never really had any problem with people practicing religion at all, only had a problem with the organizational part of the religion. Yeah. And when the religion started to try to force themselves on other people through government or through however way, any way. Yeah. Just, in other words, keep it to yourself, and I'm not going to be offended by it at all, but don't try to, don't try to put it Pull into my in. government yeah. or me. If you just leave me out of it, I'll be totally cool. Practice any religion you want. You're never going to live and let live is my motto. Right. Right. But... 2000 came, and for me, as a kid, I always thought that was paradise. 2000, like when 2000s happens, we're either going to have visits from aliens, or it's going to be such a beautiful world that it's going to be amazing, because I was a kid, and I thought, oh, it's 20 years from now, like 2000, it's going to be like the science fiction movies say it's going to be. Right. Right? And then... September 11 happens. Mm. The most barbaric act that's that's happened in who knows how long, and it happens when? In 2001? And I'm like, it just blew my whole vision of what I thought the 2000s were going to be like. It's like, wait a minute, now we're back in the 17th century again, or 16th century. We're back to barbarianism and, we're, you know, that whole thing. Right. And we've gone back. 300 years 400 years right and it blew me away it just it ruined everything for me my vision of what i thought this this millennium would be like and i guess it did for everybody because yeah. everybody probably thought wow 2000 yeah. and then this fucking shit happens. happens and here we are in this day and age with a lot of these motherfuckers still around not just the islamic terrorists and and jihadist and fundamentalist, but you've got your fucking Christian fundamentalist and evangel. Uh, what do you call them? Evangelicals who are trying to insert their way into our government and tell us how we need to believe and tell us what to do. And I'm just gonna say fuck you to all you motherfuckers. I fucking hate you. Mm. Even though I don't hate people that practice religion, right? I hate their bosses. Well, it's the but they're not their bosses, but they're the people that stand up as their bosses. Yeah. And I wish more people of faith would stand up against them and say, hey, motherfucker, you don't represent me. You don't represent the, 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 my real beliefs in Jesus or in, in, in Muhammad or whoever I believe in. You're a fucking disgrace. You need to fucking step down and stop trying to say that you're representing me. Right. You know, because religion is a personal thing and I've never believed in it as an organization. You know, and that's what bums me out. That's what bummed me out about 2000. Just like, holy shit, thought it was going to be great. And look what happened. But that's just me personally. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm just saying that hey, we're back in the age of fucking bar barbarian assholes. You know, yeah. so like, what the fuck? Didn't and expect this. Thought people were going to kind of grow into the 2000s and be a little bit more enlightened. But guess yeah. that didn't happen, did it? No, it's, not, it's still not happening. <laughs> and look at our motherfucking president, the biggest dumb fucking shit of all. Yeah, and he's our president. Yeah, we're not getting anything there. Wow. 
It's just like, what the fuck? It's hard to believe. It's, it really is. It's all hard to believe. So this isn't a good reason to drink right now. <laughs> I have a little more whatever I'm drinking. <laughs> but yeah, with that all said, and you know, I I totally hear you on that. And I do I you agree with like, me or do you, I, I the, on the the religion? I'm the same. I was thrown into religious schools very young, blah blah, but nothing ever. Nothing ever sat with me, and I was yeah. the same. I don't care if, if you want to go that route or whatever, but what, just when it's forced and when it's pushed, because I feel like that's the same as what's going on over there. Yeah, it's, well, you it's know, it's just that I have radical. so many friends that are Christians, and they're nothing like Jerry Falwell Jr. No. <laughs> they're nothing like that. They're just regular people who just want to live their lives and have fun and have a great time, and they don't care what anybody else does. Their religion is for them. They're not trying to convert anybody. They're just yeah. like happy to be alive. And, you know, if you want to worship, you know, the sun God or if you want to worship the lizard God or if you want to worship whatever God you want to worship, they don't care. Standard, you know, they're just, God. yeah, they're just standard, <laughs> standard God, God, you know, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. But you've got these guys that, that, that are what I like to call fake Christians, you know, who, who are more like dictators than anything else. Well, I guess... And, I guess when you look at everything, everything's fine until it becomes radical. Guess that's it, yeah. Everything becomes, yeah. and the radical... The fundamental, the, yeah, fundamentalists the radical, and radical. The radical uh, yeah. Christians, the radical uh, Guitar Islamic, players. Radical guitar <laughs> players. And you look at radical you guitar players. You can't play players. any other instrument except the guitar. That's it. You can't play any music but what I like. Right, what I like. When you start thinking yeah, about radical is. guitar players... <laughs> Have you, um, this is a question for you. Have you guys met maybe some of your heroes or whatever that are, that you think are so amazing and are incredible players that you looked up to, but you met them in a personal setting and you realized that, oh man, they they had to give up a lot to get to that superhuman or that... Give that up a lot of what? Give up a lot... Because I know I've met players that I've looked up to and, you know, wow, they've spent so much time practicing, so much time on their art, but they've lost... What's an art? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to do you it. You had to take that one. Someone I couldn't it. bypass well, that one. Art. Uh, if you, so they, <laughs> I like the way he tries to say art. He can't do it. Art. Oh, it's so awesome, art. man. It's <laughs> like watching uh, the birdcage and trying to watch uh, uh, Nathan Lane, when, you know, a gay guy trying to do the John Wayne imitation. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, that was so amazing. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so go ahead, man. Sorry. <laughs> I love The Birdcage. Great movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another word for art. It's okay. Just <laughs> no, craft. But, you guys, what is that? Craft. Craft. Cuss. <laughs> Craft. Cuss. <laughs> Cuss. But when you, you meet these people that have given up so much to be so excellent at their craft, but you realize they've given up one social abilities just oh. functioning in the real world oh. like stuff that normal human beings deal with well these people have given up so much they've focused on one thing so much they've kind of lost touch with 
other parts of reality. I, I don't think that it was because of the music, though. No, but just maybe the, the amount of time that they had to spend by themselves to dedicate to the craft. Have you, have you met guys or musicians like that? You're just like, oh, they've kind of crossed the line where they've gone. I, I really haven't. I, you can't I think haven't. of anyone? Okay, I've met socially inept people that are great musicians, but I've also met socially inept people that aren't. Yeah, th- what I'm saying is that I've met <laughs> right, socially you got, you inept me. people, but I don't think that it was the music <laughs> that made Sorry them socially to inept. Sorry, you out of your art, but... <laughs> yeah. No, but I, mean, I don't think it was the music was, that made them socially right. inept. Well, they well, were socially well, inept anyway. Right, but it enabled them to kind of... Be Maybe successful. So. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, Chick Corea is a perfect example. You know, when I wanted to play with Chick Corea, I wanted to play with a person that he wasn't. He was no longer that person that right. I admired. You right. know, not so much in a not in a talent way, of course, because a guy's extremely talented and will be till the end of his life. He's a, one of the most talented musicians ever, I guess. Yeah. You know, especially as a, a pianist. But conceptually, he was not the person I envisioned him to be. Yeah. He was actually a yuppie, uh, kind of what I considered to be like a fake, um, uh, a, a, like a Vegas act, mm. actually. Right. You know, well, I thought I, I didn't want to play with that person. I wanted to play with the Chick Corea from, from, uh, from circled. You know, or from Light as a Feather, from that Chick Corea. Right. You know, the guy, the really serious jazz musician Chick Corea. Because when I played with him, it was like, oh, it's the electric band show. It's like it was Vegas. Right. Yeah. It was everything yeah. was like, it was more important what the band looked like almost than what the band sounded like. And everybody had their fluffy hairdos and, and you know, we had to wear <laughs> our little outfits that were really... <laughs> in fashion <coughs> man i'm a blue jeans t-shirt guy right, right i couldn't wear blue jeans and t-shirts on on his gig that upset me he didn't That's allow like, it no no that upset me genuinely upset me because i wanted to be me and i wasn't right. i was like a yuppie i was like a sellout <laughs> you know playing this fucking horrible music that i hated yeah yeah i did not like the music at all and 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 so th- my perception of him not as a, a talent, was always, you know, utmost respect, yeah. but just what he was doing and how he viewed the world as a Scientologist. And you can imagine me, who, who not doesn't have a whole lot of use for religion, but has even way less use for something <laughs> like Scientology. Right. So, so the fact of having to be in that environment where everybody's a Scientologist around me, except for me and just the other guys in the band... One of them being a born again Christian, who, who was pretty strict about it, um, it was difficult, man. And I was like, I'm, I don't belong here. And of course, I didn't last more than five months or four right. months. But I, it, it was only inevitable for me to get out of that situation because, you know, this is not the guy I thought he was going to be. Yeah. At all. At all, man. Did you have you had situations like that, Bruce, where you've been, you've got into an act similar to what Scott was talking about, where. You thought you were getting into something that, oh, this is the guy I wanted, to, and then you find out, oh, this guy doesn't exist anymore. Have you had situations that stand out to you like that? Not really. 
Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, well, wish, I, wish, I wish I could come up with a great story for well, you. You know right what, there. though? I mean, I can only think of one, and yeah. I've played with numerous people in my career, and that's the only one guy I yeah. can think of that was like that. You know, because on the other hand, playing with, like, say, somebody like Jean-Luc Ponty or, or other guys I've played with, Joe Zolinal, just friendly guys, fun yeah. guys, normal guys. Just yeah. no, no problem. Just do your gig, have fun, enjoy yourself. Yeah. No problem. Only that one situation. So I think it's pretty rare. But but you got to remember that you know people are people regardless of music. And, and yeah. if you get into a van with a person who's di just completely opposite of your lifestyle, you're not going to get along. No. You know, if you offend people just by the way you are and by the things you say, you can't be in a band with somebody like that. You're not going to be able to play music with people like that. They, you got to be friends to you, play music, you know, or at, least, at least have some kind of a mutual, you know, something going on personality-wise before you can be in a band with them. Well, you know, Chick's one of our guests in January. Right? Oh, great! Yeah, he'll <laughs> love me. You know, he actually said to Jeff Berlin, like pretty recently, he said, "Give my love to Scotty," and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe he would say that." But um, yeah, because I know there was a really funny thing. Jean Luc Jean Marc Balcotti was a teacher. At, at our school, French guy, and he went to a Scientology meeting where Chick was a speaker, mm -hmm. and Chick got up and he <laughs> he was talking about Scientology and of course and about how Scientology had an impact on him as a band leader with all of his sidemen, and he said Scientology has really helped me be a better band leader and really really helped me get along better with my sidemen. Except for this one guy. <laughs> <laughs> and even though he didn't mention my name, it had to be me. It just had to be, right? So so I thanked Jean-Marc for relaying that story to me because I got a kick out of it. Oh, my God. That's, that's hilarious. Except for this one guy. Now, I we've got Nam coming up. Yeah, I'm going to be there. You going to get a Nam? Yep. Okay. Sir's got my um, signature guitar there, and it's selling really well. Yeah. And um, I'm not surprised because it's, it's a hell of an instrument. It really is. <coughs> uh, not trying to sell it, but it is. Sure you are. You know, it, it. it really is an amazing guitar. I mean, guitar, it's right? basically a, 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 a guitar that, that sounds like a vintage Strat, but is easy to play. Nice. You know, because everybody knows fenders aren't the easiest guitars to play. The neck is round, and if you bend a string too high, it frets out. So you have to l raise the action, and a lot of people don't like to play with action that's really high. And with uh, with my guitar, it's got a flatter neck, more like a Gibson radius neck. I believe right. it's 16 radius neck. So you can have the action kind of normal and bend strings without fretting out. And, yeah. Just it's just a great guitar, and and the the bridge, when they made my guitar before, they didn't really change the bridge. And the the big thing about this guitar is they actually modified the bridge just like they modify it for me. Right. And they're doing it in mass production now, which is really a pain in the ass to do because first of all they have to buy the bridge from Fender, and Fender doesn't give me any discount on the bridge. Then they have to totally do all this stuff to it to make it stay in tune and they really modify it they have to sand all the stupid paint off the block and they really have to 
put some extra work in it and they they make a bigger arm so it doesn't break right they shorten the arm so that if you want to have the <clears throat> arm in your hand you're not picking up by the neck pickup you know it's just it's just a such what a did, great common sense guitar what do they retail it you know what i don't know i honestly don't know i don't think i've ever played one no well play you it. played at the am show they have it they have yeah. um they have they have the um mark wood guitar the Ian Thornsley guitar, yep. Pete Thorne, and me. So they have four signature guitars, and they're all completely <coughs> different the from country each guy. other. Mark Wood, and he's great. Yeah, yeah he's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he's really, really good. Yeah. Amazing player. Bruce, are you going to get a name this year or not? You're going to give it a miss. I'm going to pass this year. Yeah. Yeah, you had a really hard time last year. You were telling me you were walking for a mile in the rain. Oh, we because were in the rain. We they didn't, together. They, they moved, you know, they, you know what, uh, though? And, and yet, there, the, another parking lot has been closed. But I heard that the, the <laughs> No, no. Open it has? No. Well, but the, 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 uh, the guy who, they asked me to, a couple of different booths asked me to do stuff. And they said, and I said I couldn't because, I mean, I only, I'm not doing it because I'm working. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I've got responsibilities, and uh, it's not that I, you know, Veto. chose not to be there because I, I, as much as it is challenging, I love it. I love seeing everybody and love checking stuff out. Um, but when I said, "I'm sorry, I can't make it," they said it's probably better because this year is going to be a real mess for the parking, as opposed to every other. Yeah. I mean, really, one year, one year, <coughs> I plan to just get a hotel room down there. That's what I'm and doing. Stay the whole time. Yeah, that's what and I'm doing. And not drive, and just go. And like when I get tired of it, I can leave for a while and come yeah. back to it. You know, do that thing. You know, when you drive down from LA to there, you got to do the whole thing and nothing but the that's thing. Harder. And then you leave and you're beaten up. That's, you know, that is and, hard. Yeah, I got a room for the whole show. Yeah, so I did. Yeah, and I can walk from the hotel to the to the Nam show. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. That's the that, only that's way, the only to, way to do it. And and frankly. This this year I, I got a really good gig, so I'm not going to yeah. do it. Yeah. I got a, a baked potato gig during on the Friday night of Nam. On the Friday night, I know, night. and yeah. I'm actually I'm sorry, yeah. gonna I'm gonna miss that too because I'm yeah. working. Well, that's okay. You're you're you know I'm kind of glad you're going to miss it because well, I mean, it's your new band with your new guy. It is, I but you know what? It. It's the first gig. And you know how first gigs are? They're always kind of, oh, oh my God, you know, like, let's just, we're lucky if we play the right notes. I really don't, you know, as much as I love playing, those, those, those first couple gigs where you, it's not as much about being creative as it's much about don't fuck up. Right. You know, I kind of like the gigs like into the tour a little bit, a week into the tour where you kind of got the music under your hands and you can play it blindfold and it's all about being creative now. That's more fun, yeah. you know. But hey, there's got to be a first gig sometime. <laughs> so, oh, that's, that's it. That's it. the baked potato. Actually, <laughs> what we're doing is we're playing baked potato. Then, right after the baked potato gig, we have three days of rehearsal at MI, mm -hmm. and then we have a concert at MI, and then we go into the studio for three days to do the album, and then we go to Vegas to do a gig in Vegas, and then the guys fly back home to France. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a busy, busy, little hit. busy two or three weeks yep. there, yep. you know, so, but it'll be fun. Oof. I'm looking forward to it. And I like Nam. I mean, even though I don't, I don't, like, do the whole... I used to, I remember when I was a kid and I started first going, where you do one aisle at a time, just crisscross yeah, back yeah, and yeah, forth. Yeah. Gotta see everything. Gotta see everything. You know, now I'm like, 
old and look, I look in the book and say, who do I want to see? Okay, I want to see that guy. I'll walk over to that booth. <laughs> but I'm not doing the whole crisscross, no, covering every square inch of the show again. Fuck yeah. that, man. That, that's a sore back experience. Is John going to do his party or... No, he does the NAM thing now. He's not doing the thing at his factory anymore. He just he's at NAM now. Right. He was only doing that because he wasn't at NAM. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I kind of miss those those things at his factory because they were fun. Yeah. But maybe I don't know. Maybe he feels like he wants to be at NAM to represent his stuff. To yeah. I I don't know why really why they changed, but he's been <coughs> now. This is his third year back since he stopped going to NAM, and I, I think they did like, I think he missed maybe six or seven NAM shows, and now he's, he wants to do it again. We should have Ian, is it Thorpey? Ian Thorsley's a great player. We should have him on the show. Super great slide I, read, player, I did reach man. out to him this a while ago, yeah. and I said, come on the show, and he said, what oh, a, I'd he, love to come He on the is show. a great musician, man. He's a great singer, great guitar player, he's and just, his slide playing is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Just what a what a great musician he really is. He'd be fun. And Mark Wood is also amazing, you know. He's just a bad dude, man. I think he lives in Nashville, right? Yeah, yeah. I talked to him a bit. He started off as a um, uh, a, 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 uh, not a fiddle. I, what's those little car guitars? Mandolin. <laughs> yeah, very good, Troy. You, you, you have another drink. <laughs> what's, what's those little guitars called what do you guys call them ukulele <laughs> you know what i did to mark wood last nam show i i went up to him he had a guitar there and i said and i said amaze me and he went okay and he went and he started playing all this shit and i just went thank you i'm amazed <laughs> see ya <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> he, he can't. He's just got a. He was like a mandolin star at thirteen. Ridiculous or player. Right? Ridiculous. Yeah. Lots, lots of amazing country style lines. Just and just beautiful his, player. His technique man. is ridiculous. I don't he's, know how people do that. I really don't. His tally is really nice too. He's a great. Yeah, it's a it's a nice guitar that they made for him and the, yep. the Pete Thorne is too. And so and, and the Ian Thornsley guitar is the weirdest one of the four. It's like a. It's. Kind of, I don't know. It kind of looks like a jaguar Jag- or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very strange looking guitar. It's got a personality for mm, sure. Yeah. And I don't really know much about it other than whoa, that's that's an interesting looking guitar right there. But uh, yeah, he's a great player, definitely. Great players, Bruce. Are you? You've got gigs in January, but you got any big touring stuff coming up early next year or not? Big touring stuff, like with the red guitar. I got the red guitar. I got a bunch of shows, mostly California. But yeah, I'm busy. I'm I keep I keep telling Bruce has got to get to Nashville, and um, we have a ton of you know we got a ton of listeners because I just sent a ton of merchandise to Brooklyn and oh. New Jersey. We have a lot of fans in Brooklyn and New Jersey, mm. so big shout out to those guys. Uh-huh. But um, we got a lot of fans in Nashville. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually talking to, uh, yesterday, I talked to two people about about working out some stuff there. So, mm-hmm. who knows, hopefully it comes we've got to a, fruition. We've got a lot of fans out there. Val, Both those places, New York and Nashville. And our um, a guitar player, uh, Ross, right? Good, um, is it Michael Ross? Michael Ross wanted to come on the show, yeah. but I told him that <clears throat> I'm not around in, 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 in during NAM. I'm 
I'm yeah. super busy and I won't be able to do a podcast at that time yeah. because of all this stuff with Nam and doing the record and these gigs and stuff. So next time he comes to town, let's try to get him. We would love to get him. He'd be, definitely be a great guest. He looked after just, me in Nashville when I was out yeah. there. He's, we got, yeah, a lot of fans in Nashville cool. would love to go out there. Cool. That, Nashville would be a great place to do a guitar wank show out there. A lot of guitar players there, that's for sure. <laughs> a lot of guitar players and yeah. a lot of a lot of fans of you guys. And it'd be something Tom Hemby lives there, doesn't he? Doesn't Who? Tom Hemby live in Nashville? He's a great guitar player that lives there. Plays plays jazz fusion and right. jazz and whatever. Yep. He's a really good player. Um, Talk dirty, but I won't listen. Won't take your call. Do I know you, honey? Got my number off the wall. I ain't in business, baby. Why don't you call 900? You can ask me, sweet.
was, what was I thinking about? You know, Phil DeGry is coming here. So I don't know when that is for sure, but it's sometime soon. Would he come on the show? Was he the kind of guy? Oh, that... he would totally come on the show. He'd be great. He's the funniest guy ever. Oh, that'd He's be hilarious, cool. man. Yeah. But, man, you just got to hear him play. It's mind-boggling. I mean, you... I know I, I, I really hate myself because because <laughs> I've said this too many times, but I can't stop saying it. It's you just can't believe it. I, I mean, I've heard I've heard everybody. I've heard everyone. I've heard Ted Green. I've heard Lenny Bro. I've heard everybody. Nothing compares to this. Wow. Nothing. It's beyond your wildest imagination. You gotta just to gotta see it and hear it and go. Not only is it technically jaw dropping, but it's so musical. Yeah, and it's so modern. It's like if Stravinsky was a guitar player. Right. You know, it, it, you can't believe it. The harmony is from another fucking world. It's just ridiculous. Like I heard him do a thing of my favorite things. Never heard anything like it. Don't know where that harmony came from. I can, I hear shit good, man. I got good ears. I'm telling you, I couldn't hear it. I could not hear it. I'm just going very similar to when I would hear Joe play, when I would hear Joe Zawinul play on the acoustic piano mm -hmm. and reharmonize some standard in such an ungodly way. I would just go, "What? how are you doing that? And then he would go, you know better than ask me a fucking stupid question like that. You transcribe it, motherfucker. Because, <laughs> you know, he doesn't even know what those chords are. They're just coming out of his head. And I think Phil's like that. You know, when I asked him some questions when I saw him play, I said, how much of this is worked out? How much of this is improvised? And, and he said the same thing I would say if somebody asked me. How much, when we talk, how much of it is worked out? How much of it is improvised? <laughs> he said the same thing I would have said if someone asked me that question. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I've got these specialty chords. Like, here's a specialty chord. You know, I'm never going to improvise this chord because this chord only belongs in this one arrangement of this particular tune. It's a specialty chord. I, I, I came up with it for this song only, and it's only going to stay in this song, and I'm never going to play it unless I'm playing this song. It's a specialty chord. But then he said, this chord, you know, you know this chord, and I, it was sort of something I kind of recognized, and it was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to use this whenever I can because it's a nice voicing, and I can move it. It doesn't have any open strings, so I can move it anywhere I want, want it, you know. But to see him, to see him do what he does... Um, it's beyond what anyone has ever seen. And that's what's so weird about it because he's not famous. He's just a guy. Nobody even knows who he is. And he's there in New Orleans where he lives in New Orleans. And, and, and he, I'm sure he plays around town and he has a lot of fans, I'm sure. But out here, the only people that come to see him are the solo guitar gurus. Hmm. You know, like like I always see the same people at, at when he comes here, and it's all the solo guitar players in town. You know, what's his name? You know, Sid is always there. Uh, uh, Ron Berman is always there. Uh, all the guys that their specialty is solo guitar 
Those are the only guys that come and see him. Right. Where every fucking guitar player in the world should be there to see this genius. It's only the guys who specialize in solo guitar that ever that are, that are already well known as solo guitar players. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only reason Bruce hasn't been there is because he wasn't in town to right. come see no, him. I heard you know. him play Guitar Night years ago. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't hear what you know what you're talking about because he was kind of in the. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. he was playing in a band. Got to hear him play by himself. Right. And one one of the cool things that he does that's amazing is with the, with the harp strings, you know, because he's got like a bunch of other strings, and they're not just like like on my sitar. I go bang, 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 bang and then I go bring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not lame like that. He knows what every one of those strings is. He knows what it can do within a chord, and he makes quite an amazing use out of it. So. It's 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 pretty much like hearing an man. Orchestra. You gotta let me know when he's playing. I, yeah. I really gotta see. This I remember guy. I brought Mike Miller to see him. You know Mikey, right? Yeah. He another great guest. Yeah, for the Mike. show great guitar player. But he just said he just was watching, and after about three or four minutes, you know, he was just kind of stupefied, and he just he just looked at me and he said, "It's just layers upon layers upon layers, isn't it?" And I and I went, "Yeah, I think that's what it is." It, it started somewhere and it just grew and just became <coughs> something else. It's not even guitar. I don't, wow. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's but it's pretty harmonically. That's what I love about it because it's not what you expect to hear, not at all. That's what I like about it because it bends your ear all the time. You're always going, whoa, what like. Kind of like when Holdsworth played solo. You know, do you ever hear Alan play strictly solo guitar? Hmm. He didn't really play with uh, traditional, you know, fingers and thing. He he used the delays, and he and he did kind of like it sounded more like a synth. Yeah. You know, but the harmonies he came up with were pretty pretty amazing. Sometimes just like really unexpected, pretty modern sounding shit that was really oh, yeah. really unusual. You know. And Phil is kind of like that, though I'd say he's coming more from a little bit more traditional than Alan because you can still hear those traces of Bop and Ted Green and Lenny Bro. He has big influences from Lenny Bro and Ted Green. Right. So, you know, it's not quite as, as challenging to listen to as Alan, but it's every bit as interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, whenever he, when he comes, you guys got to come and party, oh, yeah, man, and, see. and see him. Even if he only plays at the school, and he might only play at the school. Wow. Yeah. He might just only do the, do the school. Yeah. yeah. And it always makes me mad because they don't let all the students out of their classes to go see him, which to me is like, aren't we here to inspire these kids? But there will actually be kids who are mad because they missed their reading class because they had to go see a concert. Right. And I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I just want to stab myself in the eye with a fork. <laughs> I had a big argument with one of the guitar heads. I won't mention their name, but I was like that. I was like, these kids, I think that when someone, there should be like some kind of a, a panel or a voting team. Yeah. And when someone comes to the school who's brilliant beyond words, like, you know, like an Eddie Van Halen or a, some somebody like that who's a real innovator and a real genius on the guitar. 
or somebody like Phil, you know, or, or, or Pat Metheny or whoever, you know, comes. It should be like, school is out. You're going to this concert. It's only an hour. Yeah. You can, you can deal with missing one hour right. to go see something really special that you'll never, ever have a chance to see. It will change your life. And it might change your life. You need to see it. And they're like, nah, sorry. They, you know, they'll complain if they miss their, uh, their ear training class to go Who see a concert. Who will complain? The students? The students. They won't complain. Well, that's the what teachers, they... The teachers. The teachers will complain. The teachers. But I'm just, saying, I'm just talking about the mentality, the stupidity of that mentality. That, that, that you would let your student miss something like that that was... Forced that's, that's, your student to miss yeah, you know, No, don't make no, make, make no bones about it. It's forced. If, yeah, if they yeah. take off, it's an absence. Yeah. Whereas, you know, <coughs> yeah. It's, no, it's, it's not sad, the students. It's sad, isn't it? They're I mean, blaming it on the students. It's yeah. not the students. But it's sad because, yeah. because, because, wow. I mean, I just remember when Tower of Power played at MI and... and and it was d- during the days when um, this was back in the 90s, I guess, right. before they developed this policy of you can go see a concert if you want to. It was like, we're having a concert, motherfuckers, and you're going to be there. Yep. And Albert Collins played oh, Jesus. and tore the house down. Yep. You know, Tower of Power played. Uh, so many great artists played. And, and the kids were just like blown away. And I remember all the metal guys, especially seeing Tower Power for the first time. And of course, you know, a lot of a lot of kids, students, live in a bubble. You know, I like metal, and if it's not metal, I don't listen to it. I like this, and if it's not this, I don't listen to it. And those heavy metal rocker guys, you know, they they don't listen to anybody but Randy Rhodes. <laughs> and, and they heard Tower Power for the first time and they were just like, holy fucking shit. I guess, you know, Randy Rhodes isn't the only musician that can blow me away. Right, right. It's just good to see people open their minds, you know. And, yeah. and, and when we have those opportunities because we're in L.A. and people come here to do concerts and they'll come to the school and do a, a, a workshop. Or do, do you guys have, uh, you know, at USC, do you have visiting faculty that are like um like well bands you know like if yeah we got bands you've had and, bands and come Martin, yeah and yeah sure we do but everybody goes because they want to go right yeah well yeah. actually not everybody goes but uh-huh. the ones that want to go can yeah but you don't feel like it's been like something that like Squash. somebody should have seen that they didn't see and well it g- g- numerous times yes i feel that way yeah, but that yeah. was not the fault of Anybody other than the student themselves. I see. Okay. You know. Yeah. But in other words, classes were suspended so that if... The oh, well, not necessarily, but students can just take off a class. It's not going to kill them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There's always conflict in life. I mean, we're, it's, that's what life's about. These kids are adults now. Yeah. They have to learn. You know, yeah, this is more important than this. Well, I'll deal with the repercussions of this because I have to do this. And that's what's important. Well, we've and got, it's up to us to guide them in that way. Yeah, well, yeah, we've got teachers at our school who get it, and they just say, I'm not doing my class because I think my students should go see this. Right, right. right. And, 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 and they're just going to say, sorry, but there's not going to be a class because you guys need to get your asses to this concert and right. see this. That's good. 
Yeah, I wish there were more teachers like that. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're not all like that because some of them just don't give a shit. Oh, I so. know. I've, I've done workshops there. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, it's, it's the same kind of thing when, when, I, when I see you teaching there and I'm always surprised or when any good guitar player comes to, to see that it's, it's, there should be more people there. Yeah, you I know, mean, but the, it's generally the, well attended. I'm not just yeah, complaining. Yeah. I'm just saying I hear from people that, you know, we c I couldn't come because of this. It's like, really? Okay. Hey, yeah. This is yeah. our last show of 2017. Yeah, it probably this is. is. Long yep. in 2018 at this point. Is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So we're we, saying it's 2017 and people are listening to it in 2018. Yeah, well by now we're probably in the are second we, or third. This, or maybe, like, maybe this is just garbage. I'm on gonna, tour in March. Maybe, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the road and, already. And, okay, here's the deal, folks. If you, if you hear this, <laughs> write in and say, this is that moment that you weren't sure it was going to go on the air. Let us know when it actually happened, yeah. if it so happens. We're a week, exactly a week away from Christmas, but you're <laughs> listening to us. In 2018, I, I just blew my own mind. That's amazing. You know, it's, no, I think it's the eggnog. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, we're going to have more T-shirts, more stickers, more mugs. More standards. More, more standards. Pick, more we're going to have standards. We haven't had standards. We will. More picks. I really want more, more picks. I want guitar wank caps. I want to make that happen. I just need to find the quality that we're looking for. Um, is there anything else that we want to do in 2018, Scott? Well, I got a tour in 2018, so I'm no, happy. No, you. But when you are on the road, are you going to promote Guitar Wank? Yeah, if, if I, I think remember. about it. If I remember you <laughs> If guys, I get you I a know. cap, will you wear a cap? <laughs> yeah. Do you wear caps? I do wear caps on stage. It's got to be a nice yeah. cap, right? Because I... Black cap? Yeah, it would be great. Anything. Any cap. Any, But it has to be a dad cap, not one of those fucking stupid... You know, real baseball hats. I hate those things. No, not baseball. Like, a dad cap. What's a dad cap? It's like a, a, More it's a nine. It's a nine. It's They call it a nine. Um, it, it, there's a couple words before the nine, a couple letters before the nine. But what it is, is it's a slim style hat that you see most people wearing. Right. You know, okay. it's not like the full thing that comes all the way down to here no, and goes around like a cap. bowl trucker cap. Yeah, it's not no, like they're that. Fucking horrible. It's a slim line kind of baseball yeah. hat yeah. i have a rams hat i have a dolphins hat i have a mickey mouse hat i have a uh, i have a game of thrones hat it oh says a lot about your person have a dodgers hat uh, so whatever yeah, yeah. all right so, all right yeah okay, but, so but yeah i would wear a guitar wank hat sure i would okay i wouldn't mention you guys but i would wear the hat <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.